<laughs> For anybody who listened oh, to the gosh. podcast last time, you'll understand what that was, is that I'm not supposed to say welcome anymore. But no, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the Tessa Van Wade Show, even though Ben is always a part of it. I just narrowly, I just um, narrowed down a time for Stephanie Torns to be here um, and do a podcast with us. And she might have her her um, boyfriend, Benny, on it with her. I like him because his name is Benny. I know. I have never known a, a, like, not a great Ben. I know. We're, we are all great. Is there, there's no serial killers named Ben, right? We might be shooting ourselves. I really don't. I really hope not. I but I so. really, th- honest, I, I can say that in my life, I've never known a bad Ben. I think that there's just something gentle about the name Ben that you can't be a jerk. Your name is Ben. <laughs> you know, when I thought about who I would marry, I never, ever thought of the name Ben. I never thought of the name Tessa. Yeah. Because uh, that's not your name. <laughs> <laughs> but you probably never thought of the name Tara either. <laughs> I did not actually. I, I knew some Taras and uh, I never thought. I figured I would, you know, in, in our generation, it's like your name with, was either like Beth or yeah. uh, Aaron. So or many years ago, Stephanie. I started like in 2012, I believe it was, I started a blog post or I started blogs and blogging on my website and it did really well um and everything and so i i i felt really uncomfortable about always using my real name and then my my grandpa who i loved so dearly um he was like my favorite person in all the world his name was bobby van wade and I thought, you know, I'm just going to, and, and when I, you and I started dating, my initials turn, we're going to turn from T-E, um, I. I to T-E-S. Which is way better. Which is way better. And so then people started calling me Tess and it's just kind of navigated the whole thing. Yeah. So that's Your mom doesn't at. like it too much that we call you by Tessa, but, uh, you know, uh, she's, she's gotten it. over it. Yeah. But she calls me Tara. So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Well, my name has always been Ben. Yep. And, uh, I would be, I was called Benny for a while. Mm-hmm. My grandma called me Benji <laughs> and, um, I was even called B. My, yeah. my sister still calls me There's B. There's more. Yeah. There's more Beaner. Oh yeah, my my nickname was Beaner. And then Electric Head. Yeah, that wasn't really a nickname. That's just what I look like. No, they they said they call you elect. You they used to call you Electric Head because you had such uh, electric hair. Yeah, it was crazy, and it was white. Electric <laughs> youth. Remember the Debbie Debbie Gibson song? Are you drunk? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't drink. Um, yeah, good days. Uh, that's funny. Well. Benny. I, Benny, you're cute. But anyway, so I did, I, I made sure that I got Stephanie on there. So she's, she has been traveling with Waitress, the musical. She was, she was, um, on Broadway with Waitress, Waitress, the musical as Jenna. And so she's going to come and that's going to be so fun, um, to have that little conversation. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. She's cool. Yeah. It's going to be super fun. She's really funny. They're really funny. Well, and that's kind of what we've turned into in this podcast is we can't do anything without having some funny people on here. Cause you know, who wants to to listen to a boring show? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you know, it's funny because, um, speaking of, of boring or, or, you know, just very serious talking, we went in Downton Abbey this weekend. 
Yeah. Well, we mentioned a few episodes ago how our daughter has been binge watching it. Okay. So we went and saw um, the second movie. Yes. That's in theaters now. Yes. And, and uh, it was it was conversation. <laughs> it was another two hour long. Co- no, I it thought was, it was really good. It was good because I know the storyline. Yes. Um, but it's like, it's just it's funny to me. It's still funny to me that it's me just like. How have they gotten away with make getting so many people to watch British royals in the 1930s converse? I know. But they're so clever in their writing. The humor and the I think that's really what it is. It doesn't matter how boring they say they li- they say their lines. The lines are just good, you know, and the characters are just good. So I think that that's why. But we did end up going to that and I thought it was really Instead of Top Gun. And Which I is know. what we really wanted to go we to. We really wanted to go see Top Gun because everybody's saying how amazing Maverick is. Right. But our daughter really wanted to go see Downton Abbey. So we kind of <laughs> so she dragged all, went. all five of us <laughs> to watch it for her and she loved every minute. And she loved every Did minute. Did you cry of it. at the end? No. A lot of people cried at the end. No, did I know you did, but I was I did not feel like I was supposed to I cry. I don't cry. I just kind of tear up a little oh, bit. Oh, did you really try? I was kidding. Oh. Yeah, me too. I don't cry. <laughs> I, I work out. No, you don't. I don't do that either. <laughs> no, it's it, to me like I don't ever cry. I'm like a robot. Wait, 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 wait. But, I can think of very, very specific times that you have cried. Yeah, like what? 20 years ago at our wedding? Okay. Uh, no, no, no let's cried, not get into that. You cried when we had babies. Yeah, kind of. You bald like a baby when I dropped you off for college. That was like 25 years ago. I don't right? care, but you bald like a baby. Well, I had my best friend and my girlfriend drop me off. That was not a good idea. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I teared up a little bit because I think what it is to me, it's like the music. Yeah. There's something emotional about the music and the storyline and like, well, and just like everybody, it's I tear up at weird things. Downton Abbey family. No, I'm not. I'm not that. Oh, part of it. You're like, not invested. I'm not invested in it, but I don't know. I, I think movies sometimes get me just because the, the, that powerful moment where the music is like, yeah, just right. And the storyline is just right. And uh, remember when we introduced, or I introduced um, gladiator to Evie and oh it gets done and she's bawling. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Oh, we were no. watching a movie the other day and she started like bawling in the middle of it. Oh, we were eating lunch, oh, watching oh, a movie, oh. and she started crying. Oh, it was the, um, it was the one, it was very sad, The Lovely Bones with oh. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, what part was yeah, it? Oh, when I, he was. No, it was just the pretty part. It parts. was the dad, oh, right, when she's in heaven. Yeah, the pretty And she's parts. like enjoying her personal heaven. Yeah. And she just started bawling. <laughs> she's a very, she. you know, Evie's always been very sensitive and very, uh, it's what I love about her because she's extremely artistic and she's extremely creative. Um, and then, you know, she's kind of got this side of herself that nobody really gets to see her sensitive and, and sensitivity and humor. Mm-hmm. And yet we get to see it. Yeah. So yeah, she's, it's, it was very funny though, that the amount of times that we've annihilated our children with crying from, from movies, but they all are like, we loved them though. We loved them, you know? So that's one of the fun things about having older kids is, you know, cause we're movie people. Yeah. So we get to share all of our favorite movies, um, 
from when we were younger. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. So they're, you know, our, our kids are kind of ahead of their time because they are very well versed in all the eighties and nineties movies. Absolutely. They've seen all of North and South with Patrick Swayze and his mullet. I I bet you, I guarantee you nobody on this has heard of North and South. Go watch it. It's amazing. If you love Patrick Swayze with a mullet. It's awesome. Riding a horse. Yeah, totally. George. Let's uh, not talk about oh, North okay, and South sorry. again. Anyway, the reason I even brought up Downton Abbey was not actually for Downton Abbey. Um, there was a video or there was a video. Uh, what do you call that trailer? There was a trailer for a movie uh, with a genie in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's so funny. It looks really good. It does look re- really it's good. It's crazy. It looks different it kind yeah. of reminds me of um life of pi kind yeah. of that style kind of like a magical yeah magical but like different cultural kind of stuff and yeah. and everything so i don't know it, it i couldn't really tell based on the trailer but i thought it would be interesting to talk about your three wishes my three wishes i don't know yeah like your if three i were wishes. granted three wishes let's say i am your genie Oh man, I get to wish anything from you. You get to wish any no. And you have to do it. Wait, are we, are we in an actual daring contest, or am we just fictional right you. now? Because with me, it's all going to be fictional. Oh, okay. So if you were an actual genie, if I, what in the world did you think we were doing? I was. Yeah, I was. If going I was down, in the, I actual, was going into the gutter. If I was in the actual genie, well, we could do that later. <laughs> um you know i've thought about this a lot in my life about what wishes i would wish if Mm -hmm. i had a genie and obviously the first one is you can't wish for more wishes right because that's like the general rule Mm -hmm. um i mean i hate to say it because it's going to sound really really selfish but i would just wish for like a billion (laughs) dollars Why why do you hate to say that? Do you I mean, need, you th- feel like it has to be more interesting than that? You know, it's funny because uh I work in a we're we're building um an airplane hangar that's going to be storing um jets. Private jets. Mm-hmm. For we have a lot of billionaires that live on the island because Are you allowed to say all this? Yeah. Okay. I'm not being specific. Okay, good. Um anyway, uh you know, I I see a lot of billionaires Mm-hmm. coming and going on their airplanes every day. Mm-hmm. And it it just, it maddens me because, and I'm not, you know, I'm not getting political or anything. It just, it's crazy to me how much a billion dollars is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and each one of these planes is like $200 million just for the plane. Right. You know, just to have a plane that you mm-hmm. can fly around on. Um, the amount of money that people have, and I'm sure a lot of these people do good things with it, it's just like, it's crazy to me how much money there is out there. Well, because you were saying things, you're more talking about things that you've told me is that like a jet will just be out there and on for hours. Yeah. Like they turn it on, they turn it on for like two or three hours before the people get there. Right. So that, I mean, I'm sure there's an engine thing. Yeah. I'm sure they have to warm up the engines, do engine checks and everything. It's just crazy that like, uh, you know, one person will get on that plane. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, to me, I'm always yelling like, what's wrong with first class? Like <laughs> I can't even fly first class, let alone <laughs> on a private jet. Anyway, the reason I'm bringing all this up is because I think 
you know, if, if I wish for like hundred billion dollars, right? You could change the world. You could change at the least world. at least the like. I could change our whole island with a hundred billion dollars, right? Would I? I right. don't know because other people who have it don't. I so know I, why. I wonder, why do you? I think wonder they if don't? I wonder if they when they were younger were like if I ever had a hundred billion dollars. I would change the world. I do think you know? a lot of them do some amazing things. I'm not. I'm not saying they don't. No, I'm just. Right. I'm just saying that like. And that's I why. Didn't, I, that's not what I was saying. I. I think it might be that was that was an interesting thought. Is I do. I do think a lot of them do some pretty amazing things. I do think a lot of people with a lot of money do give a lot of money away. It's just you. You can't possibly spend. $200 billion on yourself. No. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. That's why you buy Twitter and um, stuff like that. But that's why I'm, I'm almost just, I'm kind of justifying my answer. Okay. Because my very first wish, I just, you know, I just, I don't need stuff. Uh-huh. I just, I just want the freedom to do what I want to do. I know. And I think that there are people that would say, you do have the freedom to do what you want to do. It's just riskier. Right. You know? Um, so not to sound too materialistic, I think I would wish for a whole lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But, um, you know, it, it depends on how far the wishes are going. Like, do I get to, do I get to wish for anything and it comes true? What kind of genie would I be if there was like rules and regs to this? Well, I mean, I think I would, I would wish immediately for I'm pretty sure that all of the movies, they say you can't make people fall in love with each other. Yeah. And you can't... Wish for more wishes. Wish for more wishes. I think those are the two things that you can't do. I think one of the hot topics right now, I think something that would save a lot of um, a lot of people is having... This is going to sound so boring, but having a completely free and clean renewable energy source. <laughs> <laughs> I lost you, didn't I? I mean, think about how much. <laughs> no, how I much just loved how we both had like made crickets happen, and then we we're laughing. It's hilarious. <laughs> no, I, I think that if if we we could, I could solve that solves the climate crisis. Yeah, and it it I think it brings people out of like poverty. I mean, we would be able to yeah. power our homes and our vehicles and uh, anything we needed. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Without destroying the planet. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. That was, that was, was that number two? That was number two. After I like I'm, how you praise I'm your super, own. That's awesome. Super rich. <laughs> you, you, by the way, none of these have to be like super amazing answers. Just oh. an FYI. Okay. Well, I think also. Go with your gut, Ben. Go with I think your also gut. the whole renewable energy source, it would also probably solve a lot of like prevent a lot of war too. Because generally speaking, when people go to war with each other, it's over resources. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe that would solve world peace, too. Maybe. You know, a double whammy. Oh, Ben, what, what a great answer. Thank you. Good job. Um, number three. Number three, I think I would just wish for that everybody would just be happy and nice to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm already serious? a billionaire. Oh, so gotcha. I don't really need anything else. Wow, you've been really living in this. So, like, you're now a billionaire. 
Yeah. You've now created sustainable energy yeah. for the world. And world peace because and, of it. And world peace because of it. Yeah. But if we have world peace, then number three does not need to happen. No, because mental illness is still rampant. Yeah. And I think I would want to um, solve that problem too. I agree. I agree with you on that. Because if you solve mental illness, that also hits on the, um, you know, the poverty thing and the, you know, people living on the streets and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I guess that's my grown up answer. It's kind of boring. Did you give me number three? That was number three. Oh, I I thought you were going to, I was going to make you do a different three. Oh, you were? (laughs) Because you already answered number two. Oh. I mean, you said basically the same thing in, right? No. Number two? Oh, Number no. two was the renewable energy source. Oh, the, the mental health. And then, yeah, and then like mm-hmm. um, just having everybody be healthy. I get it. I get it. Wow, babe. That's, those are all I really know. great. And I didn't cure cancer. I guess I should have cured cancer. Yeah. I don't know. You can't do it all. Yeah. You're not very good with your wishes, I guess. I know. <laughs> It's hard. Like only three, I guess that's the point of the genie, right? That's the point. And I, you know, and you can go funny or you can go serious. So the question is, which one do you do? Well, here's the fact. I have a fantastic life. Oh. So I have love. You do have love. I have health Mm -hmm. so far. Yep. Um, And I, I love, I mean, I, I have everything I need. Oh, What's funny is you even said that to me on the on the uh, the lanai this morning. Was that that was yesterday? It doesn't matter. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh my gosh, the days are just falling in together. Um, if anybody is listening that doesn't know what a lanai is, that is. Oh yeah, you got to use. Yeah, because that's like uh, it's like a porch. It's like our deck. It's like our deck. Yeah, it's elevated yeah. deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they use it in Florida as well. Yeah. Yeah, they stole it from Hawaii. Mm. Um, well, I don't know if they use it in Florida. I know they use it on the Golden Girls, which is <laughs> right. in Florida, but I don't know that that's a normal term in Florida. Oh, if, you're basing, if you're basing Florida culture on Golden Girls. Have you ever seen the picture of Golden Girls with all the, the normal hairstyles? Yeah, and they look like way younger. Oh my gosh. Well, Blanche is supposed to have her 50th birthday in the Golden Girls series. Are we going to start talking about Golden Girls now? I don't know. I like Golden Girls. Anybody else like Golden Girls? Oh, I hear a bunch of yeses. You know, I like Golden Girls. I enjoy an episode here and there. You know what ruined it for me? What? Any show that we watch in the morning before I go to work. You know, we'll just turn on like a brainless show just to like drink coffee and kind of start the day. We did that for a long time with Golden Girls Uh and it kind of ruined it for me because it's like my pre-work show. Oh. And now it's like, ugh, I have oh, to go to work. No. See, Golden Girls for me will always be a representation of when, like, it makes me feel, uh, people are going to be like, why? It makes me think of Disneyland. And the reason why is because when my mom and I went to Disneyland when I was a kid, we got to the hotel. I'm so stoked about going to Disneyland for the next two days. I am so excited. And the only thing that I could find to watch on TV was Golden Girls. And I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm like 12 probably. So I watched Golden Girls. And so from here, who knew that that one experience would make Golden Girls forever have that amazing, beautiful, exciting feeling of Disneyland. 
Well, it's funny because we uh, recently started watching Cheers. Yeah. And for us, Cheers was on when we were very young. Very young. It was in the 80s. And uh, Young enough to not understand any of the sexual innuendos. I was just telling Tessa the other day when we were watching it, I'm like, this gives me the, like, after dinner on a school night, just before I go to bed feeling yeah. from when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, that's that. It, it brings me back, hearing just the music and the laugh track and stuff. It's funny how, like, how shows can do that or smells can do that. You know, just you it and your you smells back. for sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So are, uh, are you going to tell me your three wishes? Thank you for asking. I sure I will. I, I mean, I, ooh, I really, think about it. I really set the stage. You know, I set the bar pretty high. So, so then I should go just low. I, I don't know. I, I, something tells me you're going to come up with something good. Oh, I dude, I almost want to like, you know how when a waitress comes over and you're like not ready to like say what you want because you don't haven't looked at the menu yet. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> uh, that's that's how you feel every time a waitress comes up. <laughs> You never know what That's you're going to order. That's not true. That's and not true. what's funny to me is you never know what you're going to order, yet you always order the same thing. I do always order the same thing. That's why I do not agree with that first oh, part. Oh, I don't know if I'm ready yet. I guess I'll just have the- I never do that. That is your daughter. <laughs> I am always ready to order. Your daughter is not. I know. Okay. So wish number one, my little genie. Um, wish number one- I, 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 I wish to be a full-time writer someday. That's what I wish. I would love to, uh, I have, you know, so many books written and I have so many in my brain that I think of on a daily basis. And, um, but unfortunately this, (laughs) the, uh, amount of money in this world that you have to make in order to even get by is, is a lot. And so, you know, it's kind of one of those things. I, I, that's what I wish. I wish I would be able to be a full-time writer. Well, I think that's going to come true someday. Oh, thanks, babe. But you just got to keep cracking at it. Here's the funny part. I say that, but you and I know that I am an absolute workaholic. Like, yeah, but you could be doing that with your writing. I could, I could, but I, I really need to have 500 different things that I'm working on. And if, yeah, you'll be going to book readings and yeah. signings and True. conventions and we'll be renting villas in Italy so you can be inspired <laughs> for two months while you write and I just play. What an amazing And I'll life. be a billionaire, so I'll be just be like driving my Lamborghini around, having fun. Totally. On some renewable source, you yep. know. Yep, yep, yeah. Well, if you are a billionaire, then that changes my life a lot because you can I be can just writer. open up any of the jobs because I have so many different things. Like I want to, like, you know, I've been telling you, like I've been really working on this whole mental health thing and, and everything. And so I'm, I have this whole plan for these different seminars and stuff that we're going to do and all of this. It's just about putting the time. You're always trying to fix people. No, I'm not trying to, I am trying to help, I'm trying to help us all be happy. Yeah. Well, Well, anyway, I definitely want to be a full-time writer. So that's my first one. So Jeannie, grant me my wish. (laughs) I really wish I could. Um, number two, um, 
I wish that I could travel anywhere I want to go. At any time. At any time. Yeah. I would, that would be, I think I would get sick of it after a while. I don't know. Do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Because I really do love traveling, but I also really do love my house. Yeah. So you like I come love here for a few weeks and then go travel again. I know. Yeah. So that's number two. I really want to travel. You, you like save the world in yours, so I don't have to. So it's okay. I'm I've already, gonna... I've already cured everything. <laughs> so you can be, you can so do whatever you want. So I can be as, as lame as I want. And then number three, um, I really wish that I could, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to ask that I can make the movies that I wanted to make my whole life. So mine's all about creativity, right? Yeah. It's all about everything that, you know, like I want to put out into the world and like, you know. Well, and all three of them kind of go together. You can travel on location. Yeah, and, uh, it's true. And shoot your, shoot your scripts that you write. I'm hoping that you and I get, see, we, we get to have a lot of listeners here and then you and I can just do the podcast for the rest of our lives. That would be amazing. That'd be pretty sweet. Right? I know. Yeah. We, we wouldn't really have like to cram it, it into our schedule. We could just like be like, all right, well, we're doing yeah. a podcast today. And <laughs> yeah. Then we're going to, you know. Yeah. Do whatever we want. I know. That would be amazing. But, you know, it's funny because we obviously know that there is no genie in a bottle. Right? You, you can't say that for sure there's not. Uh, that, it leads me into the next thing. I grew up in a very conservative Christian environment. I wouldn't say that my parents were very... Um, we are all very Christian. We are all very into all of um, uh, church going and all of that kind of stuff. And then what's funny for me, the reason I even say that is because in a way, that's kind of how I treated God for a long time, right? Yeah, it's, he's just a genie that grants your wishes. He's just a genie who grants the wishes. <laughs> or actually doesn't grant them. Right. And so you and I were actually talking the other day about, because you know, you and I have stepped away from religion mm -hmm. and we're not going to be, this is our podcast. We can do whatever we darn well please, but we have stepped away from religion. A lot of what brought us to that point was what, how much time do we have? Uh, plenty. <laughs> okay. A lot of this came along when you and I started noticing that there were always people that were standing against something instead of standing for something. Yeah. That was one of the big things and one of the very first things that we started to kind of try and wrap our brains around how we grew up. Like versus, why are we more anti than for? Correct. Yeah. Why are we more anti than for? Um, the other, the, another thing was we started noticing that, and this, I, I, this was one thing we we just very, very particularly uh, looked at was when people speak in that certain way, they're speaking in a whole different language that people don't understand. It's like it's like when CrossFitters tell me what their workout is. My, and I'm Hey, I got my wad in today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like uh, okay, wait, what does that mean? Okay, I don't know what that those initials are. I don't know. Okay, what are you, you know? It's kind of like this. You have to kind of, you kind of have to understand the verbiage to be even a part of it. It's a culture with its own language. Yeah. 
And I don't understand that because I, I do feel like one of our jobs as a human being is that when we meet new people, sure, we need to know ourselves well enough that we that we know who we are and all of that stuff. But isn't part of knowing who we are means that we're going to be okay with not always knowing the answers to everything and uh, not always having the same language. I think that's a very uh, mature way of looking at things. <laughs> I, th- I think that just generally speaking it has nothing to do with, you know, humans are just tribal. Yeah. And regardless of what church you belong to or affiliate with or what country you're from or state or, you know, whatever your culture is, we tend to feel more comfortable with others that are like us. Yeah. And because we used to actually be tribal, like thousands and thousands of years ago, years ago, our safety and survival was hinged on being protected by our tribe. Right. And I think that goes through that, that still is in our DNA that in order to feel safe and secure, we need to be surrounded by things that make us comfortable and the things that make us comfortable are other people that think and act like us. Right. And I think that's why you get these little subcultures. Um, you know, we were in jujitsu yeah. and jujitsu was just like that. Yeah. We spoke our own language. Mm-hmm. We hung out with the same people because we were weird. Yeah. And we like to roll around with each other. And that's like, that was our little subculture. Yeah. And um, every, I think every religion has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, every society has that. That's why we're, you know, even to this day, we're in 2022 and we're still like suspicious of the neighboring country. Right. Because they speak a different language. Yeah. They have a different uh, political system mm-hmm. and it's not like ours. And, you know, we don't want to change ours. Right. So don't. Don't come over here and try to change it. Right. You know? So we start, you know, we started noticing these things and we started to really kind of dig into those. And, and it came into, it came to us that, um, it was really actually unhealthy how much we, we were in this mindset that we couldn't really see past and it kind of, it, it all it basically did was kind of put a little box around um, this, you know, this amazing thing we call God, right? And so it, it was an interesting thing that when we had kids, um, not only that, I mean, how many, we were, I, I think I lived my entire childhood and teenagehood just racked with um, guilt and then this up and down culture of like I can be with God on Sundays and then not during the week and then you know and then I need I would need this Sunday you know fix so that I could feel better about myself and then you know and it became like an understanding to me because because of my connection with God that I, I I kind of was like oh wait no, no, no. I can, I can feel God every single day of my life and I can find this peace, peace with my soul. And I don't have to be guilty all the time because this God is a bigger God than we could even imagine. Yeah, guilt, guilt is never healthy. No. Um, it's good to feel you, you, we have a conscience right? that, you know, tells us what's wrong and right. But but the whole guilt thing is is never a healthy thing. And I think that is something that's commonly associated with 
uh, certain religions in that, like, we're supposed to feel like we're supposed to be perfect, yet we can't be perfect. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's just a losing battle. It is a losing battle. So to be able to like free yourself, not that you're like, okay, I'm free from, I can do whatever I want now. Yeah, of course. Because we still have a moral compass, you know, there's still right and wrong. Um, but to be able to separate yourself from that guilt and just allow yourself to be human for once is very freeing. Right. And suddenly you open your mind to, okay, well, if that's right, well then, you know, what, what else was I wrong about? Right. You know? Well, and then another, one of the other things that was very big that opened my eyes to a lot of things was I didn't like how every single time I would have a conversation with somebody, I don't think I ever experienced, like, I think I was always like, oh, I, you know, I, I just want to love everyone and I just want to, you know, I just want to experience everyone and all of that kind of stuff. But there was always that little portion within my, within my spirit when I'm talking to people I don't know or blah, 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 that one of my least favorite questions in all the world um, is that when people come up to people and, um, and they say, oh, yeah, hey, what church do you go to? Or what, you know, what do you believe or anything like that when they don't know the person? Yeah. And there's this, you know, we had this conversation the other night about there is this, what religion can often do is kind of make it so that you can, you can now pinpoint or speak about things that really aren't your business about yeah. someone else. Well, when you know the truth, when you when you have all the answers, you it's easy to look at others that are wrong and be like, "Oh, what a bunch of fools. They don't even know the truth." Right. And especially it's especially dangerous when you don't like somebody and they happen to not believe what you believe. It's it's comforting to be like, "Well, I get to go to heaven and they don't." Yeah, wow. because I believe this way and they don't. Um, so it's, it, yeah, it, it I don't know. It, it's, it's a tough subject because it's a really tough subject. It's going to touch, it's going to pull a lot of triggers yep. with people that are really ingrained in this. And, and what's funny is like, here's, here's the thing I look at. It's like how other people live their lives is really none of my business. Right. It's it's literally none of my business. Right. How the person next door lives their life. Mm-hmm. Now, there's obviously, like I said, right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there I guess there's gray areas there depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not my job to tell them how to live their lives. Mm-hmm. My literally my only job is to love my neighbor. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's that easy. Yeah. If if you love your neighbor, then everything is solved. Right. Is that naive of me to say? No, I don't think it is. It, but it sounds, I think the problem is, is that it sounds too easy. And it's, and w- our human nature is to make everything as difficult as possible. Well, we have to add rules and laws in order to, right. in order to, because when you have rules and laws, you can say, okay, here's where I fit and here's where you fit. Right. I'm following the rules and the laws. You're not. Right. Uh, I'm right. You're wrong. Yeah. Uh, and vice versa. Right. So it, it's, 
I don't understand what happened to like, just live your own life. Be kind, be cool. Yeah. You know, we, we need diversity. We need it. We need people to be different in order to, to to grow, to grow, well, not just to grow, but like, who wants to always be around the same kind of people? Right. And who, it, it reminds me of, um, is it the Stepford Wives or uh, I don't know. I just think of like those fifties scenes where uh-huh. like every house is exactly the same. Yeah. Every, like all the dads are mowing the lawns the exact same way. Was it good? Yeah. Was a good understanding of that. And that, that whole thing was actually an interesting movie. Oh yeah. Well that's, that's literally what that's about. Right. right. Where like they add some human nature into it and suddenly the world is colorful. So Pleasant, yeah. Pleasantville is, you know, with Reese Witherspoon and Topher, Topher Grace. Toby, no, 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 no. Toby, Toby McGuire. <laughs> I, I think that guy always gets mixed up. I bet you they well, get both so guys. sick of it. <laughs> but anyway, it's, you know, it's funny because I remember, um, you know, many people that I grew up with really couldn't stand that movie. But as I've gotten older, I understand that movie very well because I feel as though they start seeing color. Everything's black and white. And then as they start experiencing diversity and they start experiencing human emotion and art and Mm -hmm. all of this, suddenly they start seeing things in color, but then they're embarrassed by it. Yeah. Yeah, then they're embarrassed by it. They try to cover it up and they try to hide it. They try yeah. to hide who they are. Yeah. And I just am kind of sick of a world where people have to constantly try and hide who they are. And uh, unfortunately, it comes from all sides at this point because I feel like every single person who has a different thought process now really doesn't allow anybody to be different and when it comes down to it what is the deepest part of 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 being of not wanting differences and diversity the deepest part of that is fear right because we're afraid of we're afraid of differences right yeah i I think that there's a a feeling of like if if something is different than what I'm comfortable with, I'm going to be forced to change the way I do things. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, is a good thing. Yeah, totally. You should, uh, I mean... You, you should, should always, always be challenged. You should always be challenged. You should always be growing. I'm not saying you should always be changing. Why? You should, well, because changing, there's a lot of meanings to changing, right? Uh-huh. But you should always be growing. Always. You should always be go- going, growing upwards and not downwards. Right. Um, well, and we should always be making sure that, that it doesn't matter what you believe that you can understand that, um, you know, God is a big God and can literally kind of come to people in all different ways, you know, and, and, um, and some people, some people don't believe in God and that's, that's okay too. Right. That's their prerogative. That's that's their choice. Yeah, totally. And I, it's not about me trying to change that. Why, why does it become a world about trying to change that? But the reason I even got into this was because we were talking about the, the, the wishes, right. And, um, one of the things that has been always been an interesting thing for me is what I have noticed a common theme in my life. Um, about kind of, you know, cause 
I speak to God constantly, right? We're in a constant conversation and <laughs> that sounds funny, but yeah, you, you get what <laughs> I'm saying. Some people are going to think it sounds crazy. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's okay. But it's my prerogative, right? Yeah. I, I, to to you be do a little you. crazy. So I can't hide that. That is just the way it is. Um, but we have not, you know, we've not been to church in what, 15, 20 years, you know, that yeah, kind of thing, but whatever. But it is interesting because in all of my experience, um, in all of my experiences over the last, you know, 10 to 15 years, um, for example, let's, let's take the example cause we only have a few more minutes. Let's take an example of, did I, have I ever, have I said the story about how I knew about you? Oh, you're going to do it. You're going to go there. Yeah. Have I, I mentioned that? I don't think you have. All right. When I'm seven, are you sure? I don't think you have. Okay. No. Because well, it's because it's kind of crazy. And I would have oh, I would have been no. like, oh, do you really, really? want to do Oh, that's so sad. No, it's an amazing but the, there's a whole reason for it. It's you know, uh standing outside on the sidewalk, I'm waiting for my friend in my senior year of high school to get her camera she's left in this restaurant. I'm waiting there and I have been known to just kind of spend that moment and you can call it creation. You can call it universe. You can call it God, whatever you want. There is a spiritual feeling that I always have and, and it, you know, not always, but it comes and I, I have this fear or a feeling of, of just amazing peace. Right. And I'm standing there on the sidewalk and I'm waiting for my, I'm waiting for my friend to come out. And all of a sudden the wind picks up, the leaves, the leaves move. And I feel this, it, what it is, is kind of like goosebumps, you know, and I feel like I'm being spoken to. So I was like, okay, what is it? You know, what is it that you're speaking to me? And I just heard in my gut, my head, my heart, whatever it is that you want to say, I heard, I heard that I would find the love of my life in the week following. And I, to I really think I've told this story. Not on the podcast you haven't. Really? No. And so I've, I felt like I, I, and so I heard that I would find the love of my life the week following and that I would fall in love. And I knew I was going on a vacation and I was going to be with a bunch of people I didn't know. And my friend comes out and she can see that I'm like, kind of in a listening mood or a listening mode and she can see whatever. And she's like, what, what's going on? And I was like, well, I was like, I feel like I'm going to, you know, meet the love of my life. And she is Lebanese. And so I'm forgetting what religion she was. Um, I, I don't know. Catholic. Yeah. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. But anyway, she was a completely different religion. So we start talking and I'm like, I feel like God told me this. And she's like, oh my gosh. And so it was this connection of like this, this spiritual moment that I had had was connecting with this friend of mine who was Lebanese and a completely different religion, you know, like that kind of thing. And so she and I were able to just connect and love and talk about this stuff. And I'm like, I think it's going to be such and such or so and so. And, and it then, wasn't him. And it wasn't. And so. Guess who it was. <laughs> so what's funny is the next week we go through the whole week. I meet Ben. We start hanging out. We're friends, blah, blah, blah. And then by the end of the week, he holds my hand on a bus ride home. So and innocent and pure. It was so innocent and pure. But we, and from that day on, you were the love of my life. You know, it's, it's funny about that story, you know, take it for what you want. But uh, what's funny to me 
is like, you're suggesting that you have like the creator of the universe is like coming to you in this magical moment. Yes. Right. And uh, he's like, or she or whatever you want to say, because he's not, he doesn't have a gender. Uh, he says, you're going to find the love of your life. Yeah. And it's like this powerful thing. Uh, that day, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> like, what was I doing? But I was in constant, I was, were you constantly no, talking? No, I, I see it like a movie. I see it like a movie where you're like this, this pure young, young woman who's like being approached by the creator of the universe and uh, like in a movie. And then it flashes to what I'm doing at that very moment, <laughs> you know, and I'm probably like being an idiot somewhere <laughs> with my friends. Oh, and it's, but, it's that guy. And guess what? That is a prime example. All of that, that whole story is a prime example of a two people who don't believe in the same thing can absolutely connect on the same situation. B, two people who one person may spend all their time praying and being connected and all of that stuff and another person not, and yet they <laughs> still receive the same gift. I just, it's just funny to me. It's Do you like, get what I'm saying? Out of, all the, out of all the amazing people he could have paired you with. I mean, you know, I have He could have paired you with another like super spiritual, amazing person. I have letters to each person. other from, from uh, Nisreen and me, the, my Lebanese friend, Nisreen. I have, I have letters where we talked about you, you a week before I knew who you were going to be. And I'm telling you, it was loud and clear. The same thing is when I was, we were trying to get pregnant with Georgia. And from the time that I started to ask, um, every month I started praying about it. I'm like, okay, all right, God, universe creator, when is this going to happen? I don't want it to be too long. And he was like a long time from now. No, he, but what he said was, you're going to have a baby in August. From the moment that I started praying about it, and that was a year, that meant that I was going to wait a year before I got pregnant, practically. And so the, every month I'd be like, that's not God. I can't hear that. That's not God, you know, because I was hearing something that I didn't want to hear. And every month I would hear the same thing. No, I'm sorry. It's not the right time. You're going to have a baby in August. Finally, I get pregnant and we figure out the due date. And I, and I had told you two months, I waited an entire eight months before I told you this, that I had been told this. And when I finally told you, you, you were like, oh really? And so then I get pregnant and suddenly our baby comes in on August 15th, right? What's funny to me is like, you tell these stories as if it's totally normal. It is normal. Because it's totally normal to you. And, and I will say, because I'm a cynic just by nature. Sure. But I think that's uh, great, actually. I'm a cynic by nature. I, I believe in science. Sure. Um, I believe in God, but I believe in science. Uh, <laughs> like, that's a, like that's a separate thing. <laughs> it's not a separate thing. Um, we won't get into that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, you're like this, this person who like talks like this is totally normal. And I'm like, to me, it's normal, too, because I've heard you talk like this forever. But you realize that sounds crazy to a lot of people. <laughs> sure. But, but the, I've, I've, I've witnessed these things and it is. You have witnessed it's, them. It's, you can't deny it, but. But I think that that's why I would even want to bring up the story is you are a completely different person and you come and you connect in a completely different way, right? Yeah. And so what's funny is you connect with the creation of, you know, with creation, the creator of the universe in a completely different way. But yet we still 
like you have been able to see that when I, I'll come to you and I'll tell you, oh, this is what happened and blah, blah, blah. And you'll be like, what? Like you're insane. And after so many years, after 25, uh, 25 years of being with me, you realize, but the whole reason I was even telling that story and we, I'm going to wrap it up right now. The whole reason I was even telling that story is that a, it, it, we need to stop putting walls and lines around who we can love and who we can connect with. And we need to start going into conversations with our eyes wide open of love and, and generosity of spirit and just, just completely connection, right? Doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what you have. This is how we come into conversations. This is how we were, we, we are going to fix this world is to come into conversations with complete minds wide open. Then the second thing is, is that every single time that I've ever wanted something so deeply, the very first thing I had to do was surrender it. And then I would hear, I would hear these things and it would come and it would happen, but it's because I'd spent a lot of time and then surrendering it. Right. Maybe, maybe it's aliens. Uh, <laughs> okay it could be I mean uh, who knows I just you know babe I love your I love your spirit because <laughs> you you just you're always wanting to solve everyone's problems <laughs> and it's like it's but just, I'm not but I'm you're, wanting, a, you're a great you're no no I don't think I'm wanting to solve everyone's problems I'm wanting to I want the world to be unified that's what I want oh well well in that case sure that's easy uh, <laughs> But I think that it starts with these things. I think it starts with stop stop having these mindsets about being in, you don't have to have the same experience in life. You don't have to have the same religion. You don't have to have the same anything. You don't have to have the same anything yeah, to think, have a conversation with someone and really know who they are. The problem is I think that, that people that don't do that in order to break the cycle, they have to experience usually something either tragic or life-changing to kind of break them out of that cycle. I love not, you too, Ben. Not just a podcast. I love you too, Ben, <laughs> because I love that you, this is why we work, because I come in and I'm like, this can work. It's the most optimistic thing in the world. And you you come in and go, it's okay. Nobody's going to understand and nobody's going to know what you're talking about. So it's all right. This no, is not really I, doing anything. I think a few people... I, I think here's my, my personal belief in it is you have a gift. Uh, you have a gift. We of, all have gifts. Lots. Yes. But you have the gift of hearing whatever that is. Mm -hmm. uh, call it whatever you want. All right. Psychic. Whatever. No. Who knows? No, you're not, you're not psychic. <laughs> but uh, I think there is. I'm just saying you, that people use all different kinds of words. I think that there are a lot of people that have the same gift as you. And those who don't have it won't understand it. Um, but I can tell you that as cynical as I am, I've witnessed it a thousand and, and billion it times does happen. But I mean, that's not to say that, you know, we, you've solved anything no. or like you, you can't like win the lottery. You can't like, this is our story. Numbers. I can say whatever I want. So it's yeah. not, I'm not out to say anything different than what I've experienced. And so that's what I've experienced. But I think here, here's. Here's what I would want to say yeah. is that you put it out there that you wanted to find, you wanted to find love. Yes. And you got it. 
Right. So however you want to view that, like whether, whether it's manifesting, like, yeah, manif- whatever that word is, whether God's given it to you, prayer, whatever, the, where it becomes a problem is where people want to say, please cure me of cancer. Right. And it doesn't happen. I know. And that's where I think that people get turned off to this conversation because it's like, well, why would you get that and I didn't get that? Correct. You know, of, of course, we all have our own stories and our own destiny. And that's, that's where that lands. But I, my point is not to discredit it. It is, I truly believe that when you put things out there that you desire, and when those desires are pure, then things happen. Mm-hmm. And there's no explaining it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and people, you know, uh, people discern it differently. Mm-hmm. But... I think the most powerful thing about your story is that you had, you had the desire, you wanted it and yeah. you put it out there. I did. And it, and it came. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, you know, because you were looking for it. I was. And I, well, because the story is, you know, goes on and on and I will tell this, the whole story maybe some other time, but that I wanted to tell that little gl- glimpse. So we're going to leave you at that crazy experience. Apparently, if you go based on what Ben says, <laughs> Uh, and I'm just going to say that, yeah, I mean, we just have found what I'm trying, what you and I are trying to do in this world is we're trying to help everybody experience just a true understanding of what it's like to listen to all and that there's some power in vulnerability from all people and that we as humans want to separate ourselves but really we need to take out the we need to cut the caution tape that's surrounding ourselves and we need to start expanding our horizon and putting ourselves out there in diversity putting ourselves out there into um, and that's the only way to really know someone's spirit is to come to a conversation clean of judgment like no you do not judge this person you do not know this person you do not know anything about this person and your only only job in this conversation is to love that other person and to hear what their their heart is right yeah that's it so that's it i think that was a good conversation we'll move on and go to something else for the next time and if you guys want to check out instagram i'd love that That'd be awesome. Um, and if you want to check out Ben, just. I'm in there too. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah I, I'm hiding. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and we will be back next week. Bye.